I love avocados. You love avocados. We love avocados. Welcome to another episode, Knights of the Podcast Table. And on today's panel, I am the Babushka Lady. And to my right, I am Jack Ruby. I'm Governor John Connolly. John Connor? <laughs> John Wilkes Booth? No, Oswald. <laughs> I'm Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> and I'm Jacqueline Kelly. And today we are going to talk about the JFK assassination, a little bit about the Kennedys, and uh, their unfortunate last name. <laughs> We're not giggling because of his death. She's <laughs> making noises. Okay, um, if anybody's ever looked into the JFK assassination, just the least bit, you'll find the the Zapruder film, which is... uh... (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck was that? (laughs) It's like a 15 second clip of uh, a film, and it shows, it's basically just like showing his headshot, and... uh, it's it's just weird because they say, what's the basic thing about the JFK assassination that was out in the media? Anybody remember from that time? It wasn't a conspiracy. We were alive. Enlighten us. Oh, I'm asking you. I don't fucking remember. I don't know that he got fucking killed. I mean, when I'm pretty sure, it, like in the media, it was just uh, like the president assassinated. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald was the lone shooter from the books suppository building. Depository. <laughs> Did I say suppository? You take these books and stick them up your ass. Book depository. School book depository. Yeah. But if you look into the film, if you watch the film at the beginning of it, it shows him coming around the curve uh, in the parade. And right when it passes a sign where he's blocked, his hands go up to his neck. And... Uh, the first part, the first question is, did he get shot in the neck? He was first shot in the neck. He grabs himself. At that same time, we believe that bullet hit Governor Connolly and went through his body, did a zigzag, and ended up in his knee, right? Or like well, lodged in his, in his thigh. thigh. The official is that there's only one bullet. The official yeah. version is there was only one, one shot, one bullet. The magic bullet. Yeah, and it went everywhere. Okay, so... But they, shot, they shot him with a Super Bowl. The press release is that he got shot through the neck, the bullet went through Governor Connolly on his right shoulder, went through his body, ended up in his left eye, and then John F. Kennedy's head exploded. Yeah, pretty much. It exploded because of the bullet or because of... <coughs> like, what is the, the theory... Well, there's several. Well, the theory is that there was multiple gunmen and multiple shots. All right. So uh, I was looking up uh, the Zapruder guy. Mm -hmm. He's a Russian. Like, he was a Russian uh, clothing. Jew. Jew. Well, he was born in Russia. He was a Jew, too. Oh, he was a Jew? Yeah, that's what I'm showing you. Really? Yeah. So he's automatically trustworthy. (laughs) It definitely wasn't him. And, and yet he's the only one, and he's the one that makes the film. Yeah, he he captured oh, the film yeah, of the motorcade, right? Well, um, I mean, there's a lot of people that wanted to kill JFK. You know, based there was like the Russians, there was the fucking Colombians, there was Cubans, or Cubans. Cubans sorry, not Colombians. There was also the Americans. Fact check. Big oil. Big oil, dude. Big oil wanted him fucking super dead. The military establishment. Jesus himself. Mafia. <laughs> you know what's, uh, what's really re- weird is, uh, I didn't think about this before, what if the Sapruder film was actually, uh, like the evidence for all the people who put the hit on him, like, hey, look, we fucking got him. Like, that's what it was. Yeah. And it ended up. Somehow linked to it. Yeah. Like, and it, and it, it ended up just being like. The evidence they needed to prove that, like that one conspiracy, was real. Yeah, I mean, no one else had a no one had a movie camera that day except for. Now I saw the film and I know what you're talking about. It it, it looks like like if he was shot before, you actually see that ugly headshot. Well, there there's a there's a um, there's like a debate about the Zapruder film where he gets shot and uh, 
I mean, because obviously when you when you're gonna assassinate somebody, right? You're not gonna have just one person and just be like, oh, I hope this guy's good enough. You know what I mean? If you're gonna assassinate, especially somebody of that of that high ranking, you're gonna have multiple people. I mean, it's just like in a in a hostage situation or suicide situation. You know, you have multiple snipers in different positions. So, like, one of the theories that I heard was that he was. I mean, he was. I I personally think that he was obviously killed with two bullets. One of them is in the film. He gets shot from behind, right? Which, and in impact of him dying, he should fall forward. In the film, he gets shot and then he falls back and to the left and that's where he, his body stays <clears throat> so I don't know if like the bullet impact is or if his movement was from two different bullets for him to be in that position <clears throat> or him finally being in that position because of like you know I guess like a muscle spasm or something like him just his body just you know going limp <clears throat> that's like I mean one of the theories that that's out there that I mean I'm pretty sure there's multiple shooters there's no way uh, well, I, I strongly believe there had to be multiple. Have y'all? There's two rifles recovered from <clears throat> from the the book the depository. No, not one was from the depository. Some more was from a, another. A Carcano. And then I was watching uh, something on YouTube, and this guy, this guy that was like high ranking in the FBI, he was saying that um, John F. Kennedy, President Kennedy, had been receiving these like death threats, like this whole time and basically like his assassination was a result of the those agencies like the law enforcement agencies just not communicating with each other they said had he had they communicated john f kennedy would have never been in that parade and would have never been assassinated nah man i think that there was like the easiest way to for them to get rid of him you know what i mean have y'all heard about the grassy knoll do y'all know the conspiracy behind that i've heard about the grassy knoll but i can't remember what what it's about like, why it's important? I want to say it's important because that's where they believe the second shooter shot from. Yeah, well, when, when the sound, when the gunshots were heard, everybody pointed towards the grassy knoll. Nobody pointed back up towards the book depository. And the official narrative says the reason people point towards the grassy knoll is because it was an echo and they were confused. And in reality, the shots came from the book depository, you know. That's fucking crazy. What I want to know, <coughs> excuse me, uh, why was he killed again? Well, oh, what yeah. was the reason why, for murder? Why assassinate President <coughs> Kennedy? Excuse from from what I hear, he was, he was just dicking everybody down, bro. President, man. Well, because, <laughs> because getting things done. The, the, different, the different excuses were that he screwed up the invasion of Cuba, and so the Cubans were mad at him. His brother was going after the mafia, um, the mafia was and mad, the, and he was his family was part of the mafia. Yeah, so I thought his family had ties to the yeah. mafia. Supposedly, so like he turned his so way back, way. turned his back on the mafia. Yeah, supposedly the mafia. So they were mad heard, at him. Is that like they got him into the presidency? Yeah, and then they were like, "Oh well, he's the president, so he's going to help us out." But then his brother went, him and his brother went on that campaign and like, yeah. "Fuck the mafia, right?" Yeah. So then they were just like, "Oh, well, you know, we helped you out, and now you're just going to put us all in prison and shit." Which is where Woody Harrelson's dad comes in, because yeah. Woody Harrelson's dad was in that mafia. I don't know what what it's called. The mafia. <clears throat> but I mean, like, <laughs> the it's, got, it's gotta be somebody's mafia. Was it the Italian mafia? The Godfather. I'm assuming it was the That's Italian mafia. Yeah, the Costa Nostra. That area, Costa Nostra. Yeah. So yeah, and then he's man. like, they're the ones that that called a hit on on the president because the, he wasn't cooperating with them. And then the, the military-industrial complex was mad at him because he was going to pull out of Vietnam. He wasn't going to commit to Vietnam. So, mm-hmm. so those how, are the main players. How crazy would it have been if there was a meeting between the leaders of the Italian mafia, like the leaders of the CIA or the, like the armed forces that were below Kennedy, and also leaders from Cuba who were like, all right, this is how we're going to kill the president. I mean, that's, that's not far from... Well, that's where that movie JFK, Oliver Stone. That's the, that's the, I don't know what you call it, but that's what he says. That's his the idea. Yeah, that it? there was a, a Louisiana oil businessman named Clay Hunt, and he's the one that organized everything between the different, the different, different parties. Groups. Yeah, but he was like, but the reason people dismissed it in the movie is because Clay Hunt was like super flamboyant gay. 
right? Uh-huh. So, in a way, <laughs> in a way, Oliver Stone was saying that the whole thing got done because of a flamboyant gay guy was was pulling the strings, and the gay community didn't like that in the movie, and so they, you know, I gotta so, watch that movie. So the gays hate JFK. Well, that's what people. Yeah, that's why. Does this guy have an Instagram? Well, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> this happened like in the sixties, dude. I was uh, I was looking on uh, on the book of knowledge right now, and reading an article uh, from I want to say it was the day after, where it was saying that Kennedy got assassinated and Johnson was um, sworn in. Sworn in. The title's too like the reading's too small, so I can't read the date. But it was the New York Times. And he was saying there that uh, first witnesses heard three gunshots um, when Kennedy was hit when the motorcade started speeding away. And if you listen to the Zapruder file, you you do hear the three gunshots. So my question is, where does the third shot? Where does the third shot go? Because one of the shots hits his neck. It might, it might have been a miss, or that might have been the one that hit Connolly. Well, that could so, have been supposedly one because like there's a part in the film. Where one goes through his hand, the other one hits his neck, and then the last one hits him in the head, right? <clears throat> if you see the autopsy photos of JFK, his head is intact. Like, there's nothing, there's just... No, it's missing. The front part's missing. No, well, I've seen somewhere, like, his head is, is like, you know, it's not that bad. It doesn't look that bad. It looks shitty in the Zapruder film. It looks like... Well, yeah, I mean, like, his shit, shit gets well, she, gets, she jumps up. up on the car and picks up the back of his head. That's what she's doing. Oh, I thought she was trying to get away. No. Well, see, that's that's the debate. Like, yeah, that that's something you can't see definitively, definitively because when it cuts away from her, or I don't when know the if I, I'd be that brave to pick up my, my husband, <laughs> right? Unless she was in on it, because that's evidence. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. Right? Like, because uh, in the film, with Marilyn Monroe, in the film, the Secret Service <laughs> agent like puts her back in the car and takes off. So they can take off. Because there's a theory out there that when um, when Lyndon Johnson gets sworn in on Air Force One, okay, him and Jacqueline Onassis, they go to the back of the plane to the little private compartment. And so there's a theory that that they like they had sex like he raped her afterwards, you know. Yeah, I remember my dad used to always say that Lyndon B. Johnson was behind it so he could be president. He was a big time. Yeah, he was definitely behind that shit. Like fuck it. <laughs> was he was he related to any like oil companies or yeah he stuff like that? Yeah, well he, he had like really big. Well, he had deep roots here in Texas, I think. Yeah, he was he's uh, taught in Catula. Mm-hmm, he taught in Catula for real. Yeah, he's here too. What? Yeah. Mister. Uh, so you know he was hood. Would he teach assassination? You see that? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the I Dallas picture. English, I think, or, his, then, or history. There's one yeah. where he's in. He's back but when in he ran the, for the Senate in DC, he like that he lost the race. But like right before midnight, right before the deadline to count the boxes, they found a missing box. It was box number thirty-three, right, which is a big number Masonic. There's, there's that magic number. And he had enough, and in that box was enough votes to to win the race. So that's how he made it into politics. What caliber was that rifle that Oswald used supposedly? Yeah, I was gonna say if he got three like, shots, was it was like it a thirty like... something, thirty thirty. See, because like I mean, like there, there's I mean, it was bolt action. Can... That was that's a big argument. It was bolt action, and so the, re- know, the reloads yeah, beyond they're that. They're talking is... about yeah. the yeah that time frame. There wasn't yeah. enough time for him to actually fire off all yeah. those shots. Yeah, because if it was bolt action, if he got See, shot like, in like, the hand, I would instantly react like, oh shit, I'm being <clears> shot. This is the the photo that like. This is one of the photos, right? Like, there's another one with him, like with his shit all fucked up. Yeah, but, but they don't show the back of his. See, they they show that part, right? Yeah. And then they show the side. But I mean, if you were to get hit by something, like especially in your head, like there's not a lot. If of... If you got hit in the back, then the front of your head should be all fucked Can up. Be, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there, his face is just fine. So, yeah. <clears throat> another theory is that like the autopsy photos are. Doctored, yeah, they're, they're doctored. Photoshop <laughs> to to you know to be what it is, um, like. Uh, but yeah. check check this out though, Kennedy was Catholic, right? So when he got shot and they hauled him to the the hospital, he always had two Jesuits, two Jesuit priests with him, right? Because he was Catholic. So those two Jesuit priests, they were with them in the hospital to give him the last rites. 
okay? So those two priests, they saw everything firsthand, okay? And after he was declared dead, after everything was said and done, those two priests disappeared. Well, they, the, went, they went back to Rome. There's also uh, 163 the people that were witnesses to JFK's assassination, died of suicide, uh, were killed in uh, car accidents, like where their brake lines were cut. Or, all the witnesses? Yeah, yeah all, witnesses, all the witnesses that were there on the street. 163 was <laughs> the number, of, number of the amount of witnesses that were accidentally killed or accidentally committed suicide or something accidentally happened to them. So they're all dead. They're, they're dead. Like, it's, it's crazy. Like, yeah, yeah, they were saying that that uh, it's like that's like an uh, anomaly. That's like one in like 136 trillion. Yeah, that that could happen. That all like that 90 percent of 133 people that were there on the same day could die. Like that, yeah. Within that time span, it was like 10 or 15 years or something. Yeah. Another thing that's weird is the the autopsies because after he was dead, I think they did an autopsy in Dallas and they show. And one, if you look up the pictures on Google of his autopsy, you can see uh, an opening, like a a wound, uh, exit wound, in the front uh, bottom of his throat, like where where somebody would do a trachea, a trach or something like that. If you see it in Dallas, it's very wide. It's really big. It's like almost the size of his whole neck. Yeah, but then when he goes to see, but that that, that wound. Uh, that wound looks clean. If it's a shot wound, it's going to be like... Well, they say that they did the trachea to cut out the... Oh. It, the trachea wasn't really necessary. Okay. But they used that as an excuse to cut why, the... Yeah, only why would they do that? So that is in Dallas. And they say if you find the photo from his autopsy when he got back to, I think, Maryland was where they, they put him at. They said that they closed the hole. They made the hole smaller to where it would be the size if somebody did a trachea on you. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to find the picture, but I can't find it right now. <clears throat> but it makes you wonder, like, what else did they... They just had bad luck all around the Kennedys. Uh, oh, there's a shitload of them that died, man. Like, I know you asked me to look them up, but, like, it's just a fuckload of them. Just way too much? Yeah, like, it, it goes from, like... <laughs> There's like a lot of there's like planes too that have really bad like you should probably stay away from planes. It's like yeah. from everybody here dies in a plane crash to like some kind of crash. Right here. Yeah, that's a lot of people that yeah, died. Yeah, two Kennedys two actually crashes, died in a in a plane crash. So the whole Kennedy bloodline was completely deleted. Like, like what I what I don't understand, like my my point is like okay, there's a lone gunman, right? It's fucking Lee Harvey Oswald. When he's going to court, Jack Ruby comes up. And just fucking kills this guy. Like, he just shoots him. Jack Ruby being a big mobster. And nobody asked any fucking questions. Like, he took that shit to his grave, right? He never said why he killed him. or. But, I mean, like, I understand. You care about your president. You love your president. God bless the USA, right? But I'm not going to go and fucking kill somebody because they shot Trump or Obama or the or the Bushes. You know what I mean? I'm not going to risk my life just because... And then he killed him as he was coming out of the courtroom, right? Or he was going towards the courtroom. Police station, yeah, the police, the station. police station. And he was like, "Oh, I'm a patsy, I'm a patsy." Like they set me up or whatever. And this dude just comes out of nowhere and he's like, "Surprise, motherfucker!" and just kills him. They were just uh, cleaning out the house. They were they were getting rid of all the people that were involved. Oh, yeah, man. But it, it it's he could have been just a puppet. Is that you Ghostbusters? Know? No. <laughs> it's no, like, so like on your screen. It's so weird though. Like it doesn't make sense. Like, I don't know why they didn't, like, bring this up in the 60s. Oh, look like Ghostbusters. Like, did anybody ever think, why did the a guy from the Italian mafia kill the guy who killed the president that was trying to lock them up? Fuck yeah, man. I don't know why they never made that correlation. But, like, okay, let's say it was a conspiracy, right? If it was, let's say it was a conspiracy, a group of people conspired to kill the president of the U.S. Okay, so the question becomes... So so what? What what did we get out of it? Like I mean, why why? I mean, my my idea is like fine. You kill the president, right? So what I want to know is what events took place after his death to get us right now where we're at. Well, we we went to Vietnam, you know. Um, 
John, uh, Lyndon Johnson passed uh, the welfare law, you know, where all of a sudden a lot of money was, was put towards social spending and all these people started getting welfare checks and everything. Um, Fucking Lyndon Johnson. Imagine how different our country would be if JFK, JFK was alive and there wasn't the welfare. <coughs> We'd be in space. We wouldn't, have, we wouldn't have gone to Vietnam. We would have fucking pulled out of Vietnam, saved a shitload of lives. People would have had to work for what they had. I mean, like he just—he was just—he was making America great again. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it But think about it. So, like that—that uh, happened. So we're in this timeline of events, right? If we were in the other timeline of events where he stayed alive. Who, for all we know, we could have had World War Three already. Fuck yeah, like in that book, the because Stephen King book. Some crazy guy who went to Vietnam and got shot over there ended up not dying, going into politics, becoming our president, and he fucking snapped when he was the president, and he said, "Fuck that! I'm just gonna nuke the fuck out of him." Isn't that like what happened to Dick Cheney or that guy that was in Vietnam? Oh no, uh, McCain. McCain. Okay. John McCain. He wanted to be the president. See that? My dad we, wanted to be president so bad. <laughs> we were on the edge, bro. We we're on the edge of your of your your conspiracy theory. There. Yeah, you never know though. But but I think for sure the JFK conspiracy is probably one of the few that are actually true. Whether I think there's almost irrefutable evidence that it wasn't just one person. He wasn't just assassinated because. Uh, Oswald was like a Russian spy or well, whatever. Well, he, he, was, he was in with the Russians. And, I mean, he had his Russian wife. He lived in Russia. And then when he came back, he did all that propaganda for the Cubans. Mm-hmm. Like, he worked with them. He led rallies. He did all that shit with the Cubans. And then, uh, what is that guy that his best friend, that Russian? Uh, fuck. Oswald's best friend? The, the, when he came back from Russia and he was living in Dallas... Oh. Fuck, what is his name? He was like some big like Russian politician and uh they were like supposedly he's the one that put it in Oswald's mind to assassinate JFK for the better of Russia or for the better of America, but you know, with the Russian influence. Also the fact that there was homeless people there and uh, some of the homeless people that were like arrested or moved away from the scene, they were assassins, like wanted assassins. The hobos. Yeah, the hobos. Oh, I heard they were, um, they were, uh, what were they? They were like CIA, like like ex-military guys. Like they were just dressed up as hobos, mm-hmm. and they were like, they were, yeah, like, they were, they were ex ex CIA assassins, yeah. like turned turned against the United States or something. Yeah, I don't know. and they were just like oh, chilling like rogue, there. Like rogue. Yeah, yeah they, they, were, they were just being hobos. And I'm like, dude, like, what? There's just so much shit going on. And uh, one of them said on his deathbed that him and the other guys were the backup plan just in case Oswald missed or the other people missed. They were to go in there and finish it up. Best way to find out who did it is you have to analyze who got rich or who yeah, got richer. What, yeah, who gained from his assassination? Lyndon B. Johnson, for once, got mm-hmm. sworn in Air Force One. Because it's very rare that somebody would get lucky off a death of a president or a death of a high-powered individual. Well, who who gained the most from it? Obviously, Lyndon B. Johnson. I mean, he became he became the president. president. But the I mean, Texas, I guess. I, <laughs> <laughs> Dallas downtown yeah. Dallas got gained a lot from it because they have the museum there. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's kind of too easy to blame Lyndon B. Johnson because. I mean, he was vice president, and he was chosen by uh, JFK, right? So well, be- only they hated each other, though. He um, was only chosen because he could bring in the votes from the south. Hmm. <coughs> but is he from Texas? Yep. Where's he from? Lyndon Johnson. He's by Marble Falls or something. He has a That's library. Beautiful. Yeah. He has a museum up there. Fucking crazy. Perkin Didn't know that. But who so else has the game? The guy's name mafia? was George DeMorenshield. Who's that? That befriended uh, Oswald. Right there, Oswald. And he was, he was from Russia. 
And Oswald was going through hard times when he came back from Russia, right? And George Zamarshio was like, it's cool, man. We'll be friends. And then George Zamarshio was like, he had, like, money. So, like, he gave them everything. And for, I guess, in exchange, you know, hey, well, I need you to do me this favor. And, uh, you know, kill the president. Just kill him. Just kill this guy. He's not a big deal. <laughs> Nobody really knows him. <laughs> It was definitely orchestrated, but by who is the... Well, have y'all heard that, that Kennedy speech about against the secret societies? No. No. So, so in, uh, I think it was like a couple years before uh, he was assassinated, he made a, an address to the media or address to the press. It's called something like that. And uh, he talks about how the U.S. won't stand for secret societies and like the shit that they're up to. And you know, so on and so forth, talking about uh, talking about all that stuff. And then, I mean, so the the other theory is that he was killed by the Illuminati or by you know the the secret societies of the world that, that run the world. He wanted transparency, right, with the government and the United States. Yeah, he wanted more like a more future type of government. Trump wants transparency. You can't have freedom. Trump wants hair. If you have freedom, you lose control. Freedom. Let me see if I can pull this shit up real quick. Fuck. Let me find that part, because it's like a 20-minute speech. Fuck, there was something else, and I can't fucking remember it. I found the speech online. Listen to what he says. I have found the speech... <laughs> What, are you a fucking cowboy or what? I found a speech online, let me tell you. Top of the morning. Yeah, we're not playing Dungeons and Dragons here. Save it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I found this speech, the speech of him, like, talking about the uh, secret societies. <laughs> here it goes. Top of the morning. I'm John Kennedy. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. Even today, there is little value in opposing the threat of a closed society by imitating its arbitrary restrictions. Even today, there is little value in ensuring the survival of our nation if our traditions do not survive with it. And there is very grave danger that an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment. That I do not intend to permit to the extent that it's in my control. And no official of my administration, whether his rank is high or low, civilian or military, should interpret my words here tonight as an excuse to censor the news, to stifle dissent, to cover up our mistakes, or to withhold from the press and the public the facts they deserve to know. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas <coughs> by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit Highly efficient machine. Well, yeah, that's like one of the. I mean, this, this, like I said, this thing is like twenty minutes long. Hey, Mr. But, President, uh, I have a question. Oh, he's, he's dead, bro. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, um, that's also like he's covering like that whole fake news thing. Yeah, like uh, he's talking to the media and telling them like, uh, basically, he's just telling them, you know, why don't you focus on reporting the news? Uh, instead of just selling a story that'll make you money, yeah. And I mean, like that's kind of like the current event thing right now. But I mean, we we try that every single 
Can you imagine? Time and it it always just ends up being covered up or something happens. Well, it's because like when you throw money into any situation, it doesn't matter if it's government or like you know peer to peer. Like money just fucks everything up. Like if I get like nowadays, like the news is not if it's true; it's just if it'll sell. You know what I mean? Like we hear more about the Kardashians and you know all these like fucking uh, like Rockefeller just died. A couple of days ago, and you know, not a lot of people knew that. Not a lot of people know who the fuck he is. Yeah. Um. Apparently, there was something that happened in London. There was like a terrorist attack. Yeah. There was, also? A, there was a terrorist attack in London. Well, it depends on how you. There was a, a terror attack. Yeah. A terror. So what happened? I don't know what happened. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I didn't read it. It wasn't in the main news. There's this bridge by Parliament that a lot of pedestrians use. Traffic uses it also, but a lot of pedestrians use it also. So this Muslim guy took his car and purposely like plowed down um, the pedestrians. The, the Waterloo Bridge? As he was driving to Parliament. And then when he got to Parliament, he jumped out with a handgun and tried to run inside the Parliament building and killed a cop and some other people. But then he was shot down. But I think that was in response to the whole way that the uh, French are treating Muslims right now. Well, the, the way the media is playing it, the way the British media is playing it, because the governor, I mean, the mayor of London is now Muslim, is that this guy had an extensive criminal record. He was always pissed off at people. So it wasn't really Muslim Islamic terrorism. It was really just a, a pissed off loser guy. of a guy. Yeah. Well, yeah, because now, you know, I mean, like, I don't have an issue with Muslims, you know what I mean? But it's like. You should. <laughs> I mean, I've met some that are Muslim, some people that are Muslim, and they're fucking cool as shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You mean like extremists? That's but the I mean, way they lure you in, man. I know, right? They're just like, hey, you want some cookies, fat yeah, boy? Find out you converted. Right? Right. You want hey, to join ISIS? Huh? <laughs> what, what's crazy though is about his speech. His speech pretty much uh, defines everything that's happening today. Where he was saying, "Me or my cabinet will not bribe or." sway or false like falsely give information to the media and that's everything that's happening today everything in the news you can't believe because it's been tweaked and altered to to sell views and paper or to get likes and sell subscriptions yeah. man that's all it's, it's all about um i'm just trying to figure out if uh all these illuminati and mason groups are like the exact same thing as like other foreign extremists like are they extremists too like is that just the american version of of an extremist is just well i mean they're cultist. not extremists necessarily because they're not blowing shit up like they're as as the hispanic culture would say chingaqueditos <laughs> like they do everything like you know <laughs> behind the curtain and like un- they sweep everything under the rug you know what i mean podcast train an extremist Podcasting. is like, you know, somebody that blows up a building or that just causes a fucking scene because they have a point. Hey, we did it. Yeah. Like that whole fucking <laughs> feminist movement. Like that's, I think that's an extremist movement, don't you think? I mean, exactly. they, disru- they disrupt, you know, so like, you know, living and traffic and people getting to where they need to go because <laughs> they feel like they're fucking special because they're women. Yeah, I mean, the feminist movement right now, like, I support them completely. Fuck no, <laughs> fuck those bitches. <laughs> There's a group of them that have the wrong beliefs, and those are the people that yeah. you should be saying that to. But the right just feminists, like, like Emma like Watson, well, yeah, for example. Just fuck like Emma Watson, <laughs> that bitch is ugly too. But the, the extremists and the secret groups, the same thing, they just have different uh, names. They have different names for things, like... You have a, a terrorist group or a, what do they call it, a terrorist cell. But in a secret group, you have a, a covenant. You know what I mean? You just have a different name. And I think that's really the only difference between them. Hmm. Nah, bro. Nah. Like this, like, okay, like a secret group, it would be um, like an ancient rule or like a, a, a masonry rule that in order to... Really, in order to get to the highest degree, you have to fucking prove yourself and kill like thirty people. You know what yeah, I mean? I That's mean. like saying in the terrorist group, in order to release, in order to receive enlightenment and be accepted by Allah, you gotta go fucking do a suicide bombing. I don't know, man. It's the I, same I think, concept. 
I think. I don't. Yeah. I honestly don't think it's it's the same concept. Like, I mean, I don't think it's about killing. I think it's more about raising the kundalini. No, <laughs> <laughs> getting in there, <laughs> giving people rim jobs. <laughs> no, um, same example. I don't know. The way I see it is, is like you know, it, it's still extremist. Uh, you have a secret. I think like it's because I think the word extremist is. Is too like like it's extreme, you know what I mean? Like people go shoot up schools and fucking blow people up. I mean, you don't see, you know. I'm pretty sure they're doing extreme things behind the scenes, but yeah, yeah, well, yeah not being but like, secret groups, you don't see it because it's a secret group. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but I think they're called extremists because you can see it, isn't it? Or am I wrong? No, it's just because they believe yeah, their beliefs no matter like, what. Yeah, they don't give a fuck who <laughs> sees what they're doing. Kind of reckless with their. Exactly. Like, but if if well, I wouldn't say reckless. They, it's it's a, it's methodical. Yeah, it's it's a thing. That they believe what they believe. Nothing's gonna change that. No matter what comes their way. Okay, so. I, I see it this way. You have waiters and bosses, right, at a restaurant. Waiters ISIS. are the, are are IS, uh, the ISIS and all those fucking people, right? And your bosses are like the Illuminati or like the secret society. All those all those the secret managers. societies, right? Yeah. The managers, so they're they're in the same category, but they're not the same entity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I I, don't, I can't label them, you know, extremists like together. I, I says we'll spit in your food and be extreme, but <laughs> the managers will just ask you to leave. Yeah, <laughs> the managers will tell the, other people to spit in their food and say, "Hey, I didn't do exactly. it." Exactly. I oh. mean, they both work at the restaurant. They're just yes. two different people. Uh, what do you think? I forget your name. <laughs> John Connolly. John Connolly. John Connor. Governor. Would you yep. compare him to extremists? If you're the same well, who, extremists? Who uh, John who? Connor. Like secret societies like Skull and Bones or Illuminati, Freemasonry. Well, it all has to do with, you know, power and controlling power. So, um, you know, the few always control the many. And the reason the few control the many is because the few are organized. And that's where the whole secret society thing comes in. So you form a secret society and you only let people in who have the ability to execute the plan that you want to execute to control the many. To keep their shit together. You know, so. And Would you label it extremist behavior? No, well, uh, well, extremist behavior would be like uh, if you're. Well, that that's relative, man. That's relative to what's the norm. So if you like, like if this were America in the 1800s, a lot of the shit that we're calling extremist is just the norm. People getting shot in the street, you know, mm-hmm. um, different factions fighting it out. If we're fucking Honduras, then it'd be you just know, be normal. Yeah. <laughs> so, but because we're trying to, um, you know, live within this this peaceful bubble. reality uh, uh then then you have your extremists where you know the protesting stopping the traffic in the middle of the highway is considered is considered to be extreme extreme you know well i mean it's it's, it's like like your 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 thing right there's feminists and then there's you know feminists yeah they're the same person, right? They're the same body, but yet you have people that are wearing fucking vagina hats and shit. <laughs> and then you have people that are just like, you know what? Just pay me See, the same okay. as that guy. But like talking about the feminists, like what is it the feminists are? What is it that they're fighting for? There's two. There's two issues they claim that they're fighting for. Nobody knows. One is wages, fair wages, and the other one is control over their bodies. Okay, reproductive rights. That's what. That's the feminist battle cry. It's, it's being seen as a civil rights movement within women they just want to be free like yeah because they feel how are they but but the issue the issue you come like two issues that come up right away is um okay on on the issue of of reproductive rights okay no no society has yet to determine you know the personhood of the unborn child is that a person or is that not a person you know and, and that ties in with the whole thing of slavery as well and um, if you say that that child, that unborn child, is not a person, then what are the what are the ramifications for that? If you say it is a person, then what are the ramifications for that as well? Mm-hmm. And the reason that's a big political issue is because when we when we when the Supreme Court gave the right of abortion, somebody over here off to the side 
said that that was also the right to, to publicly fund abortion. And those are, th those are actually two different issues, right? Um, should a woman be allowed to have an abortion? The Supreme Court says yes. But should the public fund an institution with public monies to provide abortions? That's, that's a different issue. And then the issue about wages is, you know, uh, we're a country of, of capitalism and free enterprise, which means that a person makes their way in society by their own, by their own efforts, by their, their own, own merits, means. right? Yeah. But women are saying that, well, a, per, a certain political segment is saying that women should be allowed to have uh, certain advantages because they were oppressed for so long and everything. And, but what's interesting is... Fuck them hoes. Hold on. What's interesting is, is that the only women that are saying this are white women. Okay, white women are not <laughs> saying Hispanic women should be given a chance to excel. White women are saying that we, talking about other white women, should be given a chance to excel. Right? And, uh, and all, these, all these white women that are, have been oppressed are all housewives that don't have a job or girls that are in college that yeah. don't fucking pay their tuition or... Yeah. yeah so, so there's uh, there's there's actual like scenarios where like women are kind of like brought down because there's not that many CEO women because they just were never given the opportunity or they were just completely shut down by men. But see, um, but but in, and that's where you have to decide what America is. The 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 traditional interpretation or understanding of America was you make it happen yourself. If if someone's keeping you from getting something, you go and kick the door down, and you take it, right? Yeah. Fucking dick them down. Yeah. So, yeah. but what they're trying to do is like just that. They're 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 trying to get rid of all of these roadblocks. But then you got all these. But see, but the, but my issue is they're only they only want to get rid of them for other white women. Mm -hmm. As far as far as black women go and, and Hispanic women, they want black women and Hispanic women to have abortions to reduce the number of blacks and Hispanics in the country, so that. They don't create families that compete against white families, yeah. you know. Yeah. So they're, they're not trying to get fucking Olga like higher pay on the fucking <laughs> on the house cleaning, right? They, they don't want Lupita to go from the the one that washes the sheets at the hotel to the manager. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean, the, the more Planned Parenthood gets more funding from white women nonprofit organizations that donate to Planned Parenthood. Than but those, because they're trying to control the minority? Yeah, because those same rich white women won't form organizations to donate to w minority women who want to get a better education, you know? So, so, where, so there should be a, like a, a question is, where is the white woman's dollar going? You know? So what you're saying is that these women want the people to fund abortion. Yeah, that's where Planned Parenthood comes in. That's fucking ridiculous. Well, that's what that's the way it's been going. That's where Planned Parenthood gets its I money. I mean, like, if I'm okay, like, if you want an abortion, <laughs> get an abortion. But I mean, like, come on, bitch, where the fuck is that nigga to put a rubber on or, or like, take some fucking birth control or something? Like, yeah. you know, what I mean? why should I pay for your mistake? Like, that's ridiculous. It's and, like, and the woman who founded Planned Planned Parenthood, she was a racist. You know, she hated blacks. Black power. Uh, I gotta say. How convenient, right? What I don't understand at what point does it does that fetus or whatever your the child you're carrying actually become a child? Because let's say I'm expecting and you you kill me and shit, and so now you have to answer for my life and then the baby's life. But I can go down to the clinic and get an abortion because it's your body. It's, yeah. Well, it's, I just don't understand. Fuck that Let's, baby. Let's, I don't, uh, let's get more input from the feminist movement. Like, what do you feel, or like, what do you think about it? Uh, is the white man keeping you, know, you down? I, I forget I, your I'm name. I'm kind of biased, and that's got to be mostly because of my religion. Because I'm a Christian, and I'm totally against just touching base on my thoughts on feminism. I know we discussed uh, the right to do what you want with your body, and I can't speak for those that are pro, I guess, pro-choice. That are that allow that think it's okay to have abortions because, like I said, those are my personal beliefs. I'm biased because I'm a Christian, and in our religion, it's, you don't take a life. You, you know, you don't. And so I've been against abortion this whole time. 
I mean, growing up, that's just the way I was raised. And I know there's some circumstances, you know, incest, rape. What's so funny? <laughs> <laughs> What's so oh, funny? You're this fucking <laughs> Okay. You can hear him smacking. He's over there smacking. Oh, uh, was he really? <laughs> yeah, that's that's, just, that's really how I feel. And as as far as wages, like I said, I haven't personally experienced any, I guess, any setbacks or any, I guess, uh, any losses to a man. I've, I think I've been offered the same opportunities as as the men that I've worked with. So I guess I consider myself very fortunate mm-hmm. in that aspect. I think I think that whole wage shit is bullshit. You know, you know who it only affects the people like in. Fortune 500 companies or people that are going up for, like, VP or CFO jobs. They well, don't see, get paid the same. Yeah. Nah, fuck you. You're still getting $100,000. Well, yeah, like, some of my, my friends from the military that were on Facebook, like, their wives might have their own company, right? Um, their wives might have a couple of degrees and have their own company. And their wives are complaining about how, because it's a woman-owned company, she can't charge the same amount that a man who owns a similar company can charge only because she's a woman, That's right? That's fucking ridiculous. But what bothers me about their arguments is that these are people that are living in these wealthy suburbs, you know, in Pennsylvania. I mean, they're living in like $250,000, $300,000 homes, you know? And the reason that they were even, that they're even able to have their own company, right, is because, you know, they're, I mean, when they go to the bank and ask for a business loan, you know, the white bank president tells, you know, the, the, the white woman, the white businesswoman owner, yeah, I'll give you a loan. I might not give you as much as I would give a guy, a white guy, or I might give you on terms that are a little bit different from giving you a white guy, but I'll give you the loan. Whereas if one of our women went into that same bank, you know, one of our minority women went to... Shit, if one of our men went into that bank. Yeah, I was yeah. about to say that. No, I'm sorry, Jorge. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. I think in the, in the Hispanic culture, there's a lot of machismo too. That's kind of like who said we were Hispanic. No, but I'm just I'm just bringing up <laughs> Hispanic culture. There's a lot of machismo because my dad was like that. My dad was like, you know, you know, you you got to know your place. And that's because I'm the only girl out. Of, I mean, I have six younger brothers, and so it was me cooking. It was me doing the damn dishes while you guys, while they were just playing video games and Fuck shit. So yeah. that pissed me off. <laughs> but that's what you were expecting. You know, you're like, you serve the man. And I even when, when I was getting married, my dad was like, oh, you know, in the Bible you have to submit to your husband and all this stuff. Whoa. And I was like, well, I find that hard to, to believe if, if God says in the Bible that we become one flesh, how can I submit to him if we're one? God also said that in the Bible, like, <laughs> if she dishonors you, you can fucking kill her. I'm down with that. And he also said to cut off half your dicks, so. <laughs> Sacrifice your, your Who knows born. what to believe. <laughs> My final thought on the wage gap is that the, it's, it's, I don't think it's a wave, wage gap that is for gender specific, you know. I I think it's more of a lack of information. The original people who were in that position will always get paid the most because nobody knew what to pay them. And when a new when that person leaves, they want to save money and pay the next person less. So that's why that question is always there. How much do you want to make? What's your expected salary? And that's where they turn around, no, this is actually how much you're making. And it just gets lower and lower whenever a new person comes on and takes over the the same position, but they're going to pay him less because they want to try and save money. Because the one always making the most money is always going to be the CEO, no matter what. The white man's keeping us down. So that's my thought on the whole wage difference thing. I don't even think there is a wage gap, man. I think people don't know what the fuck to bitch about. (laughs) I mean, like, yeah, there's a wage gap. Like, you're a, a white woman, an American white woman is complaining about getting... You know, seven twenty-five for working a McDonald's job when a Hispanic lady is cleaning fucking mansions for you know five hundred dollars a month. Yeah, I Clean, mean cleaning houses five hundred dollars a month versus making eight or nine hundred at McDonald's for an eight-hour shift. But you don't hear you don't hear our uh, like you know our Hispanic women or our uh, African American women or fucking anybody else. You don't hear them complain about shit. But yet, a white woman is getting paid, you know, 
And mo- most of these scenarios, I feel, are made up in these women's heads. They choose to argue about, like, oh. <laughs> not, not mean, like, tell, them, tell them what to think. Goddamn right. <laughs> Bitches, listen up. <laughs> like, I mean, like, you can't say, like, oh, you know, I'm getting paid less than a, than a manager because he's a man. Like, no, bitch, he's a fucking manager. That's why he gets paid more. You're a cashier. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're not supposed to get paid the same. <laughs> get your shit together. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, see, their argument comes from is whenever they reach that position and the manager has told them from whatever reason, hey, I made this much work in this position. How much are you making? But I don't, oh, well, I don't, shit, I don't I'm think, only making this much. I don't think that's fucking true. I don't, honestly don't, don't believe that, that corporations are going to single people out yeah, just because of their gender, like it might be, you know, fucking John's tire shop down the street. Like, yeah, like we're gonna pay this chick less because she's a chick and she probably doesn't know shit. Even though you can be, badass you know, a badass tire technician, yeah, <laughs> badass tire technician and be a female and you know do what you want. See, yeah, but I don't that's... think I don't think McDonald's or Starbucks or fucking all these bitch ass places are gonna give you less money just because you're a woman. Like, no, yeah, that's what no, I'm saying. And... We think it affects them. Yeah. The bigger the Fortune 500 companies. And that's where my argument comes in. Like, whenever they put a new person in a position, they're not going to want to pay him the same. They're going to pay him a little bit less. Well, yeah, but you're not going to get to a, for- a Fortune 500 CEO position by protesting and wearing vagina hats. <laughs> so yeah. then why the fuck are you complaining? Go to yeah. school. The chicks sleep their way to the top. Well, then they Maybe should... they get paid more. They, yeah. <laughs> it, it should be simple, though. It should just go based off experience and education. Yeah. But you know nobody I mean? like has... <laughs> If you have a guy that has 10 years experience uh, in management versus a woman that has two years experience as assistant shift manager, who are you going to pay more? Like, who are you going to pick first? Yeah, and that's what companies are doing now. They're releasing set salaries. Like, this is how much you're going to make with this position. If you have this much experience, you'll get paid this much now instead of having... Random numbers, so people now they have say, like grades or levels. Yeah. You know so now I mean? there's specific numbers now, but I guess there's still trouble. But I mean, paradise. like, like even then, like, like if you don't, if, as women, I mean, I'm not saying all women, but certain women, like, if you don't, let's say you don't get paid as much, but you have certain benefits or certain things that you get just because you're a woman. You know what I mean? Like you like got, what? you got this position because <laughs> you can attract customers with your big ass titties or. You know, you can do this or do but that. Is it her fault that she has titties? Like, <laughs> well, yeah, it's not her fault. <laughs> it's not her fault. It's not her fault that she has titties. It's just the person that owns the company's fault. But yet again, like you know, they don't they don't tell men like, oh yeah, you know what, you could be a model. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck did you look at me? You <laughs> <laughs> made eye contact with you. <laughs> I looked at your fucking soul. <laughs> no, like I mean, like. It's just that this place. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> this industry is so fucked if, up. If you want to, if you want to complain about the workforce and wages, why don't we just take it away and you go back to fucking hunting and gathering for your family? Goddamn right. See how much you're gonna fucking complain. <laughs> That's it for today. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed the talk. Check out the Zapruder film on JFK. Look into your wage gaps. Or you're working. Just look into your gap in general. It's not your fault. You're titties. Bring up some hell hell if you don't get paid as much as your manager, even though you're a cashier. Have a good day, guys. Fucking retarded. All of you. This is uh, John Wilkes Booth signing off. John Conley signing off. Jack Ruby signing off. The Babushka lady. Jackie Kennedy signing off. Toodles. Wait, was that Oswald? What? That was Oswald.